In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. So whether you're watching us on our YouTube channel or you're with us on our podcast today, welcome. So we're back in the studio and we're having some honest conversation, just some dialogue. And I have Courtney back in the studio today. She is the executive director of Women of Influence here in Orange County, California. And I just love how you empower and inspire women, not only here locally in California, but the ministry goes to so many states, so many regions, yes. so many women. And of course, the way people move around so much, they take women of influence with them. They take it with them. So um, <laughs> thank you for caring about people. Yeah, thank you. But you know, I just want to have some more conversation with you. You're fun to talk with. And um, it's fun to jump onto a podcast and listen to conversation. But if you know anything about this series I'm in right now, it's my new book called Fasting for Miracles. And we're really believing God for miracles. And the question might be, do you believe in miracles? Mm. Do you believe that God still grants miracles and gives miracles and wants to bestow miracles? You know, so many people look at God and they think that he's tight-fisted, that he's angry, that you have to be good to get a miracle, that you have to be um, righteous to get a miracle. But I want to press a little bit through this podcast, and I want you to begin to think, what do you need God to do that only God can do? Mm. It's not something you can do with your resources or anyone else can do with their resources. It's what God does alone. And in my book, we're using the discipline of fasting, both prayer and fasting, to really know ourselves better, to use those as spiritual disciplines to go deep. And every day in the book, we look at different passages, as you know, Mm -hmm. fasting passages and miracle passages. But let's talk a little bit. Today's story is about um, Elisha. And you remember Elisha was the prophet that followed Elijah. Mm -hmm. Elijah was his mentor, right? And then Elisha came on the scene and he asked for that double portion. And and we did see him actually manifest a double portion of miracles in his life, in his ministry. But today is an interesting story because it has to do with opening our eyes to see the supernatural realm. Mm -hmm. So with all that said, Let's jump in. (laughs) The supernatural realm. Do you believe in miracles? I definitely believe in miracles. Do you believe in angels? I definitely believe in angels. I had an encounter with what I believe is an angel. Wow. Yeah. Tell me about it. I was driving down the 15 freeway and um, a car swerved right in front of me and uh, clipped the front of my car and my car went spinning down the 15 freeway and at one point my car went all the way to the slow lane and then I don't know how, but like a roller coaster, like a teacup, it just whipped my car back all four lanes of traffic. And I remember when I was facing forward and I remember thinking in my head when I, when I, when it whipped me around that a truck was just going to slam into me and it was going to be over. And I ended up perfectly parallel parked in the carpool lane, like off to the shoulder of the carpool lane. And a gentleman walked up and said, ma'am, are you okay? And I said, yeah. And he was like, okay, great. And I looked back and he was gone. There wow. was no car, no car pulled over, oh. nothing. I, you know, I can remember exactly what he looked like. Mm. And I just cried in my car and thanked the Lord. 
You know, the Word of God tells us that often we can be entertaining angels unaware, mm -hmm. that we don't even know at times when there's angels in our midst. And in our story today, we know with the prophet Elijah, Elisha, excuse me, that they were surrounded by the, the enemy, by the armies. They were coming after him. They wanted to kill him. They had an order from the king yeah. to bring that prophet back. You know, we're done with him and his yeah. word. We're going to kill him. And the servant was so afraid. And I just want to say right now, if you're struggling with fear right mm -hmm. now, which we know from the pandemic, so many people have received a spirit of fear, which we know does not come from God. Just like the servant, the prophet said, God, open his eyes so he can see that we, surround, we are surrounded by an army of angels. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Literally, I don't know that we realize or believe that we're surrounded by angels. I don't think we do on a daily basis. And... Uh, when I was reading day 14 in your book, I just thought to myself, how would I live my life differently if I could see the supernatural wow. all around me? Like, where would I be more bold? Where would I take more risk? Where would I trust more if I knew God literally had my back? And um, I just, I, I pray that over myself, Lord, let me see it. I want to see it. That is such a great analogy. If I woke up every day and I could see that army around yeah. me, I wouldn't fear. Right. I wouldn't walk in lack of faith. I mm -hmm. would be bold. And I think that's a great prayer to pray, just like Elijah said. God, open his eyes so he can see. And I think all of us need to stop right now and just say, God, open my eyes. You know, we are right now only seeing, many of us, I would say, what the enemy's doing, the strategy of the enemy, bringing fear and dissension right. and confusion and everything that's mm -hmm. happened from this pandemic. And we're living under this illusion that, that we're not going to win, right. that the battle's bigger than mm -hmm. the victory. How do we push through, and you're a prayer warrior, and you, mm -hmm. how do you push through when you have those thoughts, like the battle is bigger than the victory? How do you get on the other side of that? I just think, you know, it's, you know, people see all the time, like the bigger you make your problems, the smaller you make God. That's, yep. And so I literally just have to get down on my knees and change my perspective and look up and I literally kind of like, I know it's silly, but in my mind, I just see God getting like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, bigger. and it's just, a, it's a visual discipline I have to do sometimes mm -hmm. when I just need God to be bigger than my problems. And how do you get him bigger? Well, walk us through this. Someone's listening right now and they're going, okay, how do you do that? How do you, how do I reduce my problem and my fear or my anger or my temptation? How do I reduce that and elevate and lift up God practically? How do yeah, you do that? Yeah, so first I remember the promises that he gives us in the Bible and that he is always protecting us. He always keeps his promises. Everything he said he would do, he has done. So if I could believe him for all of the Bible, why could I not believe him for what he's promised me to protect me and to help me when I call on him? And so that's the first thing I do is remind myself, because we're forgetful people, so I remind myself of his promises. Mm -hmm. And then I just pray. I open up my hands, literally. I sit there and I open my hands and I just pray, Lord, take this from me. Do with it what you want to do with mm -hmm. it. Um, because he can see so much more than we can see. Yeah. And, you know, we look at life through our little binoculars and he sees everything. Yeah. And so why would I not want to trust the person mm -hmm. who can see the past, the future, you know, and the present? Amen. Well, you know, right now someone needs to just say, 
God, open my eyes. Mm-hmm. Open my eyes to see what you can do, what you will do on my behalf. You've got to believe in a good God that loves you and wants the best for you. And like you just said, you have to have a perspective shift, mm-hmm. right? You have to have course correction. Mm-hmm. You have to go from the right to the left. You have to do whatever to where you're shifting your mindset. Yes. And um, that's why I want to encourage you right now, just like that that servant, just like that man who all he could see were the, the armies and the enemies coming after him and his eyes opened up. And, he, and remember what he said? He said to him, they are greater than we are. He right. could now see that the angels surrounding them were greater protecting them than all the armies of the enemies that mm-hmm. sur- were surrounding them. And that's what God wants for you today. Well, you know, as you know, in the book, we, we deal with a beautiful miracle passage, and that's that story today of Elisha. But then we move into our fasting passage. And today we're fasting for something pretty interesting. It's not one that people think of often, but it's really, it's grief. Yeah. And here's David. We know David and um, the story of David. And if you know anything about David, there's numerous times he fasts in the Bible. Right. But the particular one that we're talking about today is when he had had an affair with Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And he took Bathsheba and, and had relations with her. She got pregnant. And um, he wanted that baby to live. And he was fighting for the life of that yeah. baby. And the Bible says he was fasting. He was asking God for the life. And I remember reading through this because I want to ask you kind of a personal question we've lost people in our family and i have questioned god at times for it and i'm sure that's how david felt you know god i'm a a man after your own heart Mm -hmm. and i made a mistake but i've repented please give me the son Mm -hmm. and yet the child died right talk to me a little bit about fasting for grief have you ever lost someone in your life I've actually been lucky enough not to lose someone. Uh, I mean, I've lost grandparents, mm-hmm. um, but they lived a very full life. Yeah. Um, but I have felt heartache, and I can call that my grief. Yeah. And I've lost two children. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's really interesting because I just always, even though I was grieving, I just knew, I believe God that he wants nothing but the best for us mm-hmm. and that he's for us and not mm-hmm. against us. Mm-hmm. And there was just such peace and comfort in going back to those words in the Bible. Mm. And um, and so at that time, I wasn't fasting because I didn't fast till I came to this church. <laughs> but I would have fasted if that was the case. Mm. But um, I think just believing that God is good, mm-hmm. like uh, because it doesn't always feel like he's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just part of that real and honest conversation yeah. I want us to have, because we don't, you know, when God says my ways are not your ways. They're not. Um, We have lost. We lost a Mm daughter-in-law, and I didn't understand it. It it broke my heart. And, you know, I think you have to be honest enough to say sometimes we question God. Right. You know, on this side Mm -hmm. of it, and um, my son is remarried, and he has a beautiful family and beautiful children, and I have grandchildren, and we've moved through the pain, but the pain's real. Yeah. And we know David fasted asking God for a request that he did not give him. Now we know the story, and mm-hmm. he ended up, of course, marrying, and Solomon came, and King Solomon, and so beautiful, he made beauty from ashes. But I think you have to be honest enough to wrestle with God through some of the questions that make no sense to you. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to be honest with God. And I think so often we'd rather run from God mm-hmm. than be honest with God. Right. I'm not going to go back to church because I'm going to have to deal with my my past or mm-hmm. deal with my hurt and you know let's talk a little bit about how how do we approach God honestly when we don't understand his ways I think that um, well for me it was really hard like I I've gone through um, 
I mean, a couple instances in my life where it was really hard to believe that God was good through what, what was happening. I didn't understand. Um, and I think we live, just, we live in a fallen world, which is, you know, a really hard thing for a Christian because people die, people get sick. It's just, you know, um, part of life, unfortunately. And I think that sometimes when things don't go our way, we can think God's not being good mm-hmm. or, um, you know, but God never promised us our way. He promised the best way. Mm, and we, we think we know what's best, but he, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give us anything we can't handle with him, of course. Um, and so I can look back at the hardest things in my life and as emotional as I can get over them, I have already seen how God used them yeah. for his kingdom. Yeah. And, um, and then on the backside, I was able to say, God, how good are you? Yeah. That I was able to help this yeah. woman who went through what I went through. Yeah. Well, Courtney, you would agree, I'm sure, that sometimes it's those difficult times that bring us closest to God. Absolutely. And it's not that I think, um, and look, I've read enough of the Word, and we talk about it in the fasting book. There's often times where God, people say, why is God so mad? Why is God mm. so mad? But they've pulled away, and they've rejected Him. And I understand that when He tries to bring them back. But the questions are when you didn't do anything to bring the pain Mm -hmm. and you ask God why. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage you today, this may be the first time you've ever heard someone say it's okay to ask God why. It's okay to wrestle and struggle, but don't run away from him. Run toward him. You may need to sit and process and think, but the word of God brings life and it brings healing and it brings restoration. Mm -hmm. And God does love you and God does know you and he is the balm of Gilead. So I want to encourage you right now, if you stumbled upon this podcast or this YouTube video and you're saying, gosh, I think God brought me here, it may be that he wants to restore the years that the locusts have eaten in your life, the years of pain and sorrow and suffering. And he wants you to know that he is a good God that loves you dearly Mm -hmm. and knows you by name. So I'm so glad you joined us today. Again, I want to encourage you, pick up my book, Fasting for Miracles. If you want a 21-day journey that walks you through biblical fasting and biblical miracles, pick the book up on Amazon or anywhere that you buy books and walk with us. I have morning videos on my um, page. You can just go to TammyHudsonPillar.com right on my website, and I coach you every day through that fasting um, passage. So I want to encourage you to do that. And if you're watching us right now on our YouTube channel, would you go down and just click that bell and get the notifications of our next posting? We appreciate you being a part of our podcast. We're so grateful to Charisma Podcast Network to be a part of their team. Love you guys so much. Courtney, thanks for being in the studio you're today. Welcome. Thanks I for love having talking. me. Have a great day. God bless. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsimpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.